Welcome to the Cross Current Radio Show, your spiritual speaker's corner, broadcast and podcast. Hi, I'm Corey McKenna. Welcome to TCC Radio, where we've heard you actually like being scared. (laughs) Creepy. And this Halloween, we're wondering, do you really want to be scared? If so, don't touch that dial, because we're talking the truth about Halloween. It's celebrated by millions of people every year as a fun time for kids to put on costumes and go door-to-door for candy. A lot of people see it as harmless fun, but other people warn of witches and ghouls, goblins and ghosts. But you know, what really frightens me is that almost immediately after Halloween, families will go from scaring the snot out of each other to sharing the joy and peace of the Christmas season. And homes all across our land will be trading skeletons and severed heads for Santa Claus snowman and in some cases even scenes of an innocent little baby in a barn doesn't that sort of make you scratch your head i mean it confuses me but does any of this mean anything is there anything real about halloween other than a mouthful of cavities from too much candy well we'll find out in 60 seconds For the first time, God has competition. That's what Pat Mooney, director of ETC Group, a Canadian bioethics organization, said of the recent headlines claiming scientists at the J. Craig Venture Institute had created artificial life. While the work carried out there is exciting, even they have distanced themselves from these claims. A bit of investigation reveals that no such creation is going on. They're simply transferring existing DNA and manually copied code from one species of bacteria into an already existing bacteria. Genetic engineering is not new, but this work could lead to some amazing things. Even still, saying this is creating life is like saying a hip-hop artist composes a song when they sample and reorganize another artist's work. The song may not play the same, but it's just a mix-up of the other music that already existed. Being able to remix Mozart's symphonies doesn't mean your competition for the composer. Why is it that we get scared by scary movies? Why does the sight of blood, ghosts, and skeletons frighten us? Do you believe that there could be something more behind all this stuff? Like, might there be some sort of threat that we're reacting to that goes just beyond what we can rationalize with our minds? Or can we rationalize these things if we even try? Well, to answer this, we're going to get historical, not hysterical, historical. Many of us have heard that Halloween's short for All Hallows' Eve, but I bet not nearly as many know just what All Hallows' Eve is, or that it's the evening before All Hallows' Day, sort of like Christmas Eve's the evening before Christmas Day. Now, All Hallows' Day is also called All Saints' Day, because to be hallowed is to be set apart for God, holy or saintly. It was originally set up to honor those the Roman Catholic Church named as saints. They chose All Saints' Day 
Day to be the 1st of November, not because there's any such thing mentioned in the Bible and not because saints should be celebrated, but because of a policy, the Roman Catholic Church of the 5th century that had religious celebrations, they set up on pagan holidays so as to more easily infiltrate populations. The pagan festival that the Catholics adopted to call All Hallows Eve or Halloween was Savan, which happened on the 31st of October, marking the end of the summer for the Celts in Ireland and Scotland. The farmers would move their animals into barns, harvest their crops, and prepare to ride out the winter. Savan marked this change in season and in lifestyle. Now, superstitions surrounded the festival, including belief in fairies and that the disembodied spirits of the dead wandered around looking for people to possess. So the people dressed up in costumes and walked the streets making loud noises to confuse and frighten the spirits away. The Celtic New Year started on November 1st, and Savan was seen as a day that was neither in the year past or the year to come. But it was a day in between when chaos ruled and people played practical jokes on each other. As this Roman Catholic holiday took hold, a custom arose that on the 2nd of November, people would go door to door requesting small cakes in exchange for the promise of saying prayers for dead relatives that they might be set free from a state of limbo that many people believe the dead went to somewhere between heaven and hell. It was actually believed that the prayers of the living could affect the person's final destination. The jack-o'-lantern apparently comes from a folklore story of a man named Jack, makes sense, who tricked the devil into climbing a tree and then carved a cross on the tree trunk, which supposedly kept the devil from being able to come down. Now, the devil, we're told, made a deal with Jack that when Jack died, the devil wouldn't allow him into hell if, if Jack would remove the cross from the tree trunk and let him down. Well, the story goes that when Jack died, he couldn't go to heaven and the devil wouldn't let him go to hell. So he was forced to wander around the earth with just a single candle to light his way. And to remember this, the Celts would put a candle in a turnip so it would burn longer as part of their celebration of Savan. When the Irish came to North America in the 1800s, they adopted the pumpkin instead of the turnip. And we hit the streets to ask whether you'd ever taken the time to check out the history and meanings behind the things that happen on Halloween. And here's what you told us. In the studio. And on the street. With the Cross Current Radio Show. So uh, now that fall is finally here, we're doing a special on Halloween. So will you or your family be participating in Halloween at all this year? Um, my parents won't be, but I will be. Okay. Uh, in what kind of format? I'll definitely dress up and maybe make a, a few decorations for the house. Very nice. Uh, do you believe it's important to thoroughly research things before you allow your family or yourself to be involved in them? No. Why not? I just uh, take it um, uh, in a simple way, Halloween, and I just simply like to make decorations and like to dress up in something different. It's something different than the everyday. Fair enough. So is it fair to say you haven't taken a whole lot of time to thoroughly research Halloween then? No. um, But I was looking at a new magazine for... uh, special cookie recipes and cookie shapes for Halloween, but I don't think that's the research you're talking about. (laughs) So, uh, so, so have you ever checked to see if there's anything behind it beyond just candy or costumes? Of course, I've done some research, research, but that was a while ago. I don't, uh, 
forget about that now. Fair enough. So it's it's less than a month now to Halloween. So do you plan on investigating it before then? Possibly. Now that you bring it up, I might just go home and down from the internet and Google it. Sure. Fair enough. So we're, we're also a research project. Um, if we came across any information exposing truths about Halloween that you didn't already know, uh, would you want to know those truths? Sure, why not? Okay. And if that information confirmed that Halloween was harmful to your family in any way, uh, so hypothetically, if we found something that said, oh, Halloween actually could have some potential uh, problems with it, would you, would you continue to celebrate it? Sure, if it's harmful in some, some way, maybe we could learn a lesson from it. Um, it's hard to say if I'd stop continuing it, celebrating it. I guess it depends on the degree. Now that the fall is finally here, we're doing a special on a very popular holiday, Halloween. Will you and your family be participating in Halloween this year, Don? No. Hey, why is that? Uh, you really wanted to go to everything? Yeah, I, I just, you know, as personal as possible, as honest as possible. Well, okay, let's understand what Halloween's all about. Um, I do not support a lot of the pagan holidays. Um, I mean, we could even expand it beyond Christmas. We can even look at it, or I mean, uh, beyond Halloween and go into Christmas, which would be another if you look at the roots, it's another pagan holiday. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so I won't be celebrating. Okay. And uh, obviously, what, what does Halloween mean to you personally? Uh, it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay, I saw that one coming. Uh, do you believe it's important to thoroughly research things before you, you would allow your family and others to be involved in them? Of course. Information is, is, is very important, no matter what you're talking about. Uh, whether you're dealing in finances or you're dealing in 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 holidays it's important to know what you're what you're getting yourself into it's really important Definitely. and it sounds like you've obviously done a little bit of that with Halloween you've, you've obviously investigated somewhat yes actually uh, my son did the whole research on Halloween quite a number of years back and uh, after we understood a little bit more about it and became informed we understood that we didn't really want to participate in it uh, Halloween is under a month away do you plan on doing anything any more sort of investigating it sounds like you've already kind of made up your mind with it eh? I've understood in Really, yeah, I won't be doing any more investigation in that at all. So, as we mentioned, uh, fall season here, and um, a very popular holiday is Halloween, and many people, you know, uh, participate in that. And so, my our first question, we get right into the main questions here, is will you and your family be participating in Halloween this year? Uh, if I have the day off, I might be uh, taking out one of my neighbor's kids, but that's uh, really about it for me. Thank you. And yourself? Um, my family doesn't really celebrate it. I do socially. I don't really like, like a, they have a thing at Fanshawe every year, usually just attend that. Okay. That's about it as far as some um, Halloween celebration. <laughs> okay. Uh, along with that is, um, will you, uh, why do you? Um... I don't know, more of the tradition, I guess. It's just one of those things you picked up as a kid, yeah. keeps going. Okay, yourself, sir? Basically the same thing. Also, it's fun, the costume thing. I have a pretty big background in theater and the technical aspect of theater. So, a little bit of that, too. The costume thing is just, just something fun. So what does Halloween mean to you personally? Basically, just a day of that. Just day dressing up in a costume, going out, having uh, fun 
pretty much. Nothing. Like, like, that's about it. <laughs> okay. Yourself? Leaning? Leaning and Halloween to you personally. Oh, when I was younger, it was definitely about getting up in costume and going out uh, yeah. trick-or-treating with friends. Uh-huh. These days, um, I don't know, it just seems to be a time with friends. Yeah. Uh, friends, uh, yeah, the, the kids get to go, go and have fun, let their imaginations go. Thank you very much. Do you believe it's important to thoroughly uh, research things before you allow your family and ourselves to be involved in them? I do believe it helps. Uh, you really, uh, there's things on TV, games, the news, and you really want to uh, know something before you try to make a concrete opinion. Okay. And have you ever thoroughly researched Halloween? Uh, only somewhat. I learned, uh, most of what I remember from it, I learned in school. It was, uh, as I recall, it was, uh, Okay, it used to mean All Hallows Eve, and it was a uh, yeah. pagan festival, like, scare out evil spirits, and that's all I really remember about that from my school. So, um, you checked it out a little bit, but um, perhaps there's something more behind uh, the candy and the costumes. I'm not sure where that, that part aspect actually came into it. Or, uh, say. Uh, maybe with some, like, medieval bribe to, like, just a symbolic bribe to keep them from coming back, the uh, evil spirits. Yeah, it sounds like you have some insight there. Obviously now that fall is here and we have Halloween right around the corner, we're doing a special on Halloween. Okay. Uh, will you guys be uh, participating in Halloween this year? I'm sure we'll be dressing up and you know maybe hitting a party or something, maybe handing out some candy around the neighborhood. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys will probably do the same. You should be doing it together, right? So, and um, do you guys have like does Halloween actually have any kind of personal meaning to you guys at all? You know what, for me it was always just about having fun as a kid and dressing up and, you know, getting into the scary stuff, watching those Fright Nights on TV and, you know, the ghoulies and ghosts, I yeah. guess it would be. Ghosts, ghouls, and goblins. Yeah, that's it. And uh, do you guys believe it's important to thoroughly research things before you allow your family or yourselves to be involved in them? For sure. Yeah, usually I usually like to know what I'm getting myself into before I s sign any papers. <laughs> yeah, safe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess I it's... Totally agree. Uh, I totally Make sure you're well informed before you spread the news. <laughs> um, have you guys ever taken time to kind of research Halloween and its roots and stuff like that? Uh, I think throughout my elementary school years, we looked into it a few times, but I've lost a lot of that now, so um, not so much. Never really... Never really Googled it or anything, I guess I guess would be the words. <laughs> How about you, Amanda? Um, no, not really. Actually. I have never really known the meaning of it. Just being a kid and free candy. Yeah. <laughs> Getting dressed up. Halloween. Yeah, do, candy. do you think it's something you guys might do this year at all? Check out? Now that, now now that you've talked about it, I'll probably go home and punch, punch it in a search <laughs> engine or something. Yeah. Yeah. If we were ever to come across information uh, exposing any truths about Halloween where it could be harmful, would you want to know about that information? Um, depends on like the actual, the harm that's being caused, like to, yeah, I'd like to know about it, but if there's no real harm there, then <laughs> keep on trick-or-treating kind of thing, yeah. Now that fall is finally here, we're doing a special on very popular holiday, Halloween. Will you guys be uh, participating in Halloween at all, or any Halloween activities this year? If there's one going on at the university, we will. Any Halloween parties or anything? So. Yeah, Halloween party. Cool. And uh, why do you guys do that? It's really fun. Everybody gets together and dresses up in a costume, dancing. Yeah. Kind of tradition. Excited Halloween. Halloween's best time of year. Okay. Best time of year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Quite a variety of answers there. Why do you? What, what do you guys? What does Halloween mean to you guys personally? Does it mean anything to you? 
Yeah, free candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. She took your answer. Yeah. <laughs> and they both took your answer. Yeah, candy. Okay. Dressing up. Dressing up. Yeah. Dressing up. Okay. Do you guys do you believe it's important to thoroughly research things before you, you would allow your family or yourselves to uh, get involved in them? For sure, especially if you have kids and you're going to send them somewhere for Halloween, I would. Okay. Dave? Same. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Man, you got to stop stealing their answers. Okay. <laughs> have you guys ever actually researched Halloween at all? The history behind it and stuff involved in that? No. Sarah? <laughs> no. No? No, just what I learned in school. Yeah, we learned a bit in school. What, what exactly did you... Well, it's Halloween, and then the next day is like All Saints Day or something, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there, yeah, there's some history behind that. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Do you guys have you ever checked to see if there's anything behind it beyond just candy and costumes? Like spiritual. Yeah, spiritual. I haven't checked, but I'm sure there is. There's got to be. Cool. Emma. No. <laughs> Sarah. I know there is, but I forget what it's okay, all about. No, no, no. Just honest, best, best honest answers. How, Halloween is under a month away. Do you guys plan on even investigating, going on the net, checking out, you think, before the, before the, the big day there? I think I will now. I'm going to Google it. All right. Google it. I was Googling it. How about you, Dave? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have before this interview, but I guess I will now. Sarah? Definitely Googling it. Uh, well, well, we're a research project as well, and if we came across any information exposing truths about Halloween d you didn't already know, would you want to know these truths? Yeah. 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 Do you know I would. Uh, yeah. Uh, if that information confirmed that Halloween were harmful to your family in any way, would you continue to celebrate it? Big question. Um, probably because of the candy. <laughs> How would it be? It, let's say if, if someone gave you information that confirmed, yes, it is harmful, would you still celebrate it? it depends how harmful it is. It hasn't harmed me so far. So. Okay. Sir? Can I, like, kill you? Celebrate Halloween, you're going to die. Why is it harmful? Well, I'm just saying if there was information. Oh, um, I, I don't think so. So, are you wondering when this show's supposed to get scary? We did sort of set it up as though it was going to be, right? Well, the lake of fire, which the Bible says is the second death and the place where all those who are not reborn through faith in Jesus Christ go on judgment day, was actually created for the eternal punishment of the devil and his demons. See, unlike how he's portrayed in the folktale about how he got the jack-o'-lantern and in the movies and books, the real devil is actually so powerful that the Bible calls him the god of this age. Yet despite his power, he'll one day be totally helpless in the the lake of fire. And the truly scary thought is this. If the lake of fire will leave the devil helpless and tormented for eternity, what will it be like for a person to experience? One of the things we learned about Halloween was that early Roman Catholics were accepting small cakes in exchange for prayers for the dead. And people hoped that their prayers could somehow help the dead person's eternal standing, like whether they'd be going to heaven or hell. But the Bible reveals something entirely different. 
For the believer, to die is to be absent from the body, that's the church, and to be present with Jesus Christ in heaven instantly. But the future for those who haven't repented and believed is entirely different and really altogether horrifying. Jesus told of a man who's still experiencing hell even at this very moment. He was a rich man who lived in comfort but refused to help a very poor and sick man. They both died. The rich man went to hell, but the poor man, having had faith in God, went to paradise. Now, the rich man in hell, he could see the people in paradise as he awaited his final destiny at Judgment Day. He called out for water to quench his thirst and for any kind of relief from the burning. But those in paradise could not get to him and he couldn't go to them because there was a gulf of space between the two places he pleaded with abraham the spiritual father of israel to send someone anyone to warn his friends of the terrible place he'd now found himself in but abraham's reply was that they had the bible to warn them and that even if someone came back from the dead they still wouldn't be any more likely to believe and jesus christ came back from the dead and that's kind of the point and tell me have you heard people mock his name recently this is exactly what abraham was talking about we really do have enough information we just need to listen to it the man was desperate and when he realized he couldn't escape he actually did a compassionate thing He begged for someone to warn his friends of the danger they were in. It was too late for him to warn them, but there's still time for us to warn them and everyone else listening right now too. Soon, very soon, people all over the world will take the party to the streets dressed up as everything from popular cartoon characters to murderers and ghosts and demons and even the devil himself. People in our own communities will be celebrating death, fear, terror, evil, the very same thing things that we'll be protecting our kids from for the other 365 days. But on this one day, it's socially acceptable to just ignore the basic fears we each have and we'll think nothing about packing our kids up and then encouraging them to not just accept candy from strangers, but actually ask for candy from strangers. Like, what are we thinking? Well, the answer is we're not. The Bible's clear that we're not to play with evil, and we're even told to avoid the appearance of evil. And come on, folks, think about it. This goes well beyond the spiritual into realms of everyday common sense. God warns us about these things because he knows that we tend not to obey the conscience he gave us. He warns us not because he wants to spoil our fun. No, not at all. In fact, he wants us to live and thrive, and he loved us so much that he died to show it to us, to show it to you. But what else might he be showing you? Maybe he's showing you that having your family, which we know you love deeply, actively participate in a celebration of death and suffering today only to try to manufacture a warm and fuzzy Norman Rockwell kind of family Christmas tomorrow just won't work for him. Maybe God's saying that plastic skulls and a porcelain baby Jesus cannot coexist. Well, not without devastating contradiction and consequences to yourself and your family. Now, hopefully you've noticed that we haven't been telling people to boycott stores selling Halloween junk or to shun those who do the holiday. The Bible is clear that we don't struggle against the people and the stuff in this world, but we actually struggle against the devil's influence in this world. And please hear this. 
Except for the common sense of protecting your family, we're not suggesting that you act like a real Christian by just separating from things like Halloween. Because this is something that God does to and for people who repent and trust in him. And that's why I'm not hoping you'll act like a Christian. I'm praying you'll become one. And here's the good news of how that happens. Where will you spend eternity? The Bible says that the price of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So how many times have you sinned? How many times have you lied, lusted, stolen, hated, used God's name in vain? Because every time you have, you've sinned against holy God, alienating yourself from him. Even your thinking is against him. You will face the second death, which is eternity in the lake of fire. But Jesus Christ paid for sins, taking them and God's wrath against sinners upon himself. He shed his blood and died on the cross in place of sinners. And then he rose from the grave, defeating sin and death, just as the scriptures foretold that he would. To be reconciled to God, you must repent and trust that Jesus died for your sins. Your sins will be forgiven. God will grant you eternal life and you will spend forever with him in heaven. Isn't that good news? Thanks for tuning in to the Cross Current Radio Show. Do you agree that Canada needs Christ? Well, we're more than just a radio show. TCC is a local missions ministry and outreach broadcast, bringing glory to God's name in Canada by unifying His church in His gospel and helping pastors equip all the Christians in their care to be His witnesses every day, everywhere, to everyone. As one body, serving in accordance with the various gifts he has given each. The gospel is to be freely shared, so if you're still a non-believer, this is not for you. But if you are truly a Christian and God is prompting you, then please support us in our mission of sharing the gospel each week in talk and walk and training churches to do the same. Please visit us online at www.thecrosscurrent.com to find out how you can help us because it's true, Canada needs Christ. Hello, this is Paul Washer, and you're listening to the Cross Current Radio Show. This episode looked at the history of Halloween, and more importantly, the terrible misconceptions about the realities of our existence that led to this holiday becoming so popular. The reality that the lake of fire was created for Satan and that he himself will be bound and tortured there is really not what the popular media presents. And the horrible fact is that hell is a terrible place that people who die in their sins go to immediately to await judgment. It's not a place where the devil decides anything because he's going to have it just as bad as all the sinners do. Next time, we're going to look at a scary something that's in a lot of movies. And on Halloween, many children even dress up as them. 
through the subject of tall tales and myths. I'm talking about demons. Do they really exist? And if they do, what kind of power might they have? Can they harm you or are they just a whole lot of hot air? Until then, check out thecrosscurrent.ca for resources related to this episode, to locate a church near you, and to hear a full-length interview with Angela, a former Satanist, who shared with us several reasons why they take Halloween a lot more seriously than the average person does, and why they think it's funny that so many people think it's just a holiday. Till next time, I'm Corey McKenna in the studio and on the street, keeping the cross current in our culture.